What's up, people? Welcome to Incoherent Talks. I'm Ved, and I'm joined by my co-host Arav Gupta. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about our life experiences, and we'll share them with you. Uh, hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to the Incoherent Talks podcast. We hope you're all doing really well. Uh, Ved, how are you doing? I'm fine, man. How are you? How's your day been? I'm good. Uh, what do you do over the weekend? Uh, nothing. Waste my time and not be productive. That's all. And yeah, I kept you in my basement. That's all. Yeah, you know, yeah, I do love being in the basement a lot. But let's continue our basement talks later, and let's get right into the topic. Yeah. So guests with us, um, Jay. Hello, guys. So this is Jay here, and I'm 15 years old, and I know both Aravin and Vyas too. So, what are we going to talk about in this one, Aro? Uh, so, uh, so we decided that we're going to talk about the education system today. Uh, first, let's start up with the current one, and then we'll start. Uh, then we'll talk about the the new one, the upcoming one. Uh, so, Jay, uh, what are your views on our current education system? So, my view on the current education system is that they have many problems, and solutions are not available right now. Many subjects such as chemistry and physics are only focused on textbook knowledge rather than like some physical stuff. Okay, so basically there are very less uh, lab periods and practical work is very less and practical learning is negligible. Then there is lesser focus on physical education and sports and there's only focus on studying all day long. And let's say let's take up the uh, matter of homework. the subject matter and homework they put a tremendous amount of stress on students which is incredibly difficult to bear okay so as a classes in school then it hampers the students learning because finally you can only take so much and as many not as as most of the knowledge is basically memorized it is not retained in the long run so there is no point of getting hard and also exams are mainly focused on basically end result they do not care if we are understanding or anything they just want the end they just want the end result so this is my point this is my new point on the current education system and i would like to know your so ved what are your views on our current education system so i agree with what jess said but i also think that the education system right now is not really catered to retaining knowledge but actually preparing you for life not the actual difficulties of life but how to go about it so yeah it teaches a lot of hard work not not the right way but yeah it does instill discipline into students is what i believe although i agree with the practical learning points there should be more practical learning in indian schools and nobody asked but uh, here, uh, here are my views on it um i have a lot of problems with our current education system the main one which i have is the inclusion of unnecessary topics which is um, a lot of a lot of the subject, uh, topics we cover in our studies are unnecessary according to me you know we're learning about um some something that happened to a particular guy 30 40 years ago which is in no relevance to any major event or anything that we should be learning 
we waste uh, half of our uh, half of our school time just learning all those kind of subjects uh, and another problem i have is the rigidity of the streams you know like um, science commerce and stuff and you know i have to study subject subjects that i don't even want to but i have to because of the stream i've chosen um uh, i'm bored with so much work so many projects uh, so much learning even though I, i don't even want to do that subject and it's not going to be of probably any use to me when i grow up i feel a lot of school is just a waste of time at this point and another question that arises in everyone's minds mind basically right now is what will i do with all this knowledge so yeah we got to do better job at allowing the students to do what they feel like they should have more of a broader choice than the three rigid systems right now yeah i agree with you are many subjects which i don't want to study i still have to study them just for the sake of for example let us say geography i mean who want to study geography and history what do i do with stuff that has gone thousands of years ago what do i do with that so a solution to this a simple solution to this is many schools have have given the children their option like uh, options to choose their own subjects you can take science that is only bio but not physics and maths or not physics and chemistry you can only take bio and psychology so it should be implemented like this we are not dumb enough not to know what we want to pursue yeah yeah so i feel like there are there, there are some subjects which you know a few topics in uh, included in them are important like history you said i feel um, maybe knowing knowing about our own culture and history is important but uh, topics regarding other countries which have no relevance to us no i don't think we need those kind of things yeah and another um, drawback is that there's no vocational training given in schools so i hope that gets better in the yeah. future yeah i agree with you guys many people start de- developing the speech fright because they are not open to speak it's only written it's only like written based only exam oriented all these grievances most of the grievances that we have talked about about the old education system um they're hopefully covered in this new education system which uh, will cover it too uh, right now okay so let's talk about the new uh, the division of the stages in the new structure in the new education system so it's been uh, the old templates to system has been pla- uh, replaced with the 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 structure the first five years are foundation stage up to class 2 then it's three years of the preparatory stage then another 3 years of the middle stage and 4 years of secondary stage and exams will be held for classes 3 5 and 8 and the boards will be redesigned casually what are your thoughts on this guys personally we think that the exams are going to be conducted for only class 3 so then it should not should be discontinued because the exams are personally i feel that they should be conducted every year people will uh, think of school to be too casual and they will not pay attention in school so personally yeah exam should be conducted every year portion can be reduced but not should not be like three years a gap between uh, exams yeah so, um, the exams in my opinion give you the competitive they somehow 
still managed to keep you motivated to study so when you lose that factor what's the what's even the point of studying right it's not useful for your future yes earlier jay you uh, said that um, you think that uh, the point of education in the according to the new the current system is only to learn and then give output in the exams and you said that there should be less of them so and now you're talking about um, there being classes only for classes 3 5 and 8 you think that's wrong and you think there should be exams every year so what is your solution uh, for that as in you should have exams every year but you know what you're doing is twisting my words against me what i meant in the earlier segment was that exams should be conducted every year but they can be easier and i said practice based exams should be conducted not theory based so i hope that this new education system will endu- will end- like uh, encourage people to start uh, doing practical study right so that is more important in theory and all that you don't want to mug up stuff and only forget it the next day after giving the exam but you want to remember the practical stuff that you have done which will help you for the future yeah this isn't making it not having exams isn't really making it better in any way in my opinion as well they should reduce the portion and then your yeah, stress should be less mental health is important too and another point in the um in the new education system is that there will be no rigid division of uh, the streams as in commerce science art anymore um there will be more flexible subject choices um for example if you're taking physics you can take fashion designing or psychology or anything uh, along with it so that um maybe you can enhance and uh, look into the fields of um, that interest you except for just the the conventional uh, science or commerce or whatever what are your views on uh, this point yeah so this one i think is really beneficial because all the guys that are peer pressured into taking engineering and doc or uh, medical science and stuff can now actually do their hobby as a study and if they're actually capable of earning money through it that's another alternative job for them in the future so a yeah, pretty cool or uh, jack yeah. the fact that you are open to choosing more subjects like the subject you like that opens up many fields for you in the future so yeah i think this is really beneficial for each and everybody who wants to choose their own to make a life of their own another point mentioned is that the curriculum is also getting a huge makeover so it would be reduced and made relevant to to today's time all the unnecessary topics will be cut down and technology technology would be extensively used in teaching coding will be introduced in class 6 what are your thoughts about it? um you know as i said earlier when i was um, explaining my grievances with the current education system i talked about how there's so many uh, unnecessary topics which i feel are just a waste of time uh, so i feel um, this point in the new education system uh, really satisfies uh, the problem i had and i'm just happy that it's been included of course on paper it looks really good that they're reducing and changing it as as per relevant times but yeah, let's see what they actually do with that also mother tongue and regionally regional language would be used as a medium of instruction up to fifth class in schools any thoughts 
think I think it's a good move and also not a very good move. You know, as in um um because the changes that are coming to India, they're uh, some they're not going to be implemented for the whole world, right? And um English or any other language is the first mode of communication throughout the world. Um, I think uh teaching uh English English mainly not uh, not foreign languages but english mainly should also be um uh, a main topic co- covered which is uh, inculcated into the students since uh, from a younger age that it's not harder for them to speak it later because i've seen a lot of people in our grade not a lot of people but a few people in our age group who can't still can't speak english properly because um they just haven't learned is it exclusively regional languages or is there is there like a option to talk in your comfortable language no i think it's just regional language oh then i don't like that at all i think yeah, it should be an many, option because india is a sovereign country people from many states are migrated from one country to another so It yeah. Doesn't, it yeah, doesn't, yeah. doesn't make sense. You have a separate period for it, in which the only period you talk in that language that is good. Suppose for Maharashtra, it is Marathi. So one mm. period, two periods a week that is okay. But conversing in that language, it will be difficult for the child, and he won't be able to adjust to the yeah. environment. So if they might not have not any practical any... application for learning that language once they grow up, because yeah. many of them might be moving, so the or or anything else there's no point of just learning it for maybe uh, four or five years and then being the only mode of instruction for four or five years not learning any other language and then just just leaving it and having no use for it at all yeah it's probably done to preserve the languages and the culture but i think they should learn english on the side as well it would be pretty helpful A parent can easily easily teach the regional language to a child if he has interest, if he has interest. But it should not be forced on a child to learn that particular language. No, but the child doesn't know what's good for them. They should be taught it, but as well as English, it should be taught on the side. Yeah, you know that's why you have different um, medium schools. You know, like English medium, Marathi medium, Hindi medium. If you, if that's the, if the mode of instruction you want is a regional one, you can. We have those schools too. So the next point mentioned is that by twenty twenty five, at least fifty percent of learners through the school and higher education system have exposure to vocational education, and students will also get a more three sixty degree holistic report card, which will not only inform marks obtained but also skills and other important points. Thoughts. Yeah, I think the introduction of uh, vocational education and the promotion of it is a really good step that is hopefully taken by the government. Um, you know, people, the, the children will now guidance in uh, what they want to be, what they want to do, or how to go about it. Uh, I think that's a really good uh, thing that can be introduced. Then uh, the holistic report cards with skills and uh, other important points. Um, I think that's also a good. Uh, For inclusion, um, 
people tend to go about just uh, just marks but uh, if the uh, this kind of stuff is included in them uh, i feel it will be it will be more balanced and um, you know people won't be just based uh, just based on the on the marks and people can actually understand what they are doing wrong uh, what their strong points are what their weak points are what they can improve on and and same goes for the parents what about you jay what do you think are i agree with you 100% you seem to be feeling words from my mouth i don't know how you do it bro. but yeah I agree with you the uh, the report cards which are going to be three sixty degrees, right? So the skill based all that, so that's very good, very good initiative which is taken up by our government. So yeah, no comment, but I really love that. So as for the vocational education, I really like that move because that is another step that will help bring dignity of labor to India because everyone is not really respected for their profession and. The 360 holistic report cards will just yeah another thing that will help people to not just focus on rote learning and carry out other extracurricular activities hopefully. So another point which was given in the new education system is that investment in education will be raised from 4.43 percent of GDP to 6 percent. So what are your views on this? not as in use but it's just good to know that there's going to be more investment in the field of education which i feel is really important in a country like india in a third world country like india where um, a majority of our population is uh, uneducated or doesn't have good education so if education in uh, i mean investment in education uh, will play a major factor in um, the progress of the nation the fact that there is an increase in the gdp which is going to be used for the education is very good but unless and until we know where it is going to be used doesn't make sense to increase the gdp so if you uh, increase the gdp in uh, like if you increase the money which is utilized for let's say labs or something that is very useful but if you're only increasing the number of benches and extending the classroom that doesn't make any sense So unless and until we know what the GDP is going to be used for, it cannot be an increase or decrease anything. But then, if you're saying that uh, the GDP, we're not sure where it's going to, can't that be applied to any other uh, field where it's invested? That can just be rolled to the incompetency of our government. That you can't. Can you say it individually for just education? You know what? Let's end this discussion here. And let's move on to the next segment. All right. So now we're at the next part. We're going to talk about MOV, Merchant of Venice, and discuss about discuss in de- detail about it. All right. So Arif, can you just explain the plot of the story in brief? Oh uh, yeah, sure. I'll give. A, I'll try. I'll try my best. So you know, it's about um, it's a it mainly revolves around uh, four people. Uh, their names are Antonio, uh, Shylock. Bassanio and Portia. Uh, Antonio is a Christian merchant in the city of Venice. Um, Shallak is a Jewish merchant. Uh, Bassanio is a friend of Antonio's, and Portia is a is a princess of another land, and uh, gets married to Bassanio. Um, 
it's basically a story about um you know the religious divide and the prejudice and stuff so basanio is in love with poshia and he goes out to win her through a casket selection which is devised by her father her dead father and for that he needs money to co- contend with the competitors that are also there to win poshia over uh which the money that he needs he um borrows from antonio who takes a loan from shylock and the bond is a tricky one which jay will explain okay jay to shylock hates antonio but still he agrees to give him a bond in which the principal sums 3000 ducats and shylock says that he will have no rate of return so interest on it and antonio feels pretty great about it because He feels that his venture abroad will help him cope up with this money loss. So uh, he signs a bond with Shylock. But but Shylock, being the evil evil character that he is, he makes a bond in which he forces Antonio to give up a pound of his flesh if he if Antonio is unable to repay the three thousand ducats at a given place at a given time, which Arvel follows. Yes. So, so uh, f- first of all, in the meantime, uh, Basanio uh, wins over the casket selection. There's some, there's some uh, filler scenes in between where other people try and win over Portia to, uh, from the to the basket uh, casket selection, uh, but they all fail. Uh, and then Basanio finally comes, and uh, of course, you know his uh, his knight and shining armor. He come, uh, he wins Portia over, and you know it's a happy ending for them. and then um, and then after that uh, uh this lorenzo uh, antonio's friend is a christian too um he runs away with um shylock's daughter and um since both of them are in love and uh, shylock because he already spites christians because uh, he hates antonio uh he gets really mad and he sends search parties and invests a lot of money in uh, trying to get her back also he he didn't really um he wasn't really mad at the fact that she eloped but more mad at the fact that she robbed his ducats of he loves money than the people around him and then as the term of the bond expires in 3 months he uh, goes to the duke and demands justice for antonio's pound of flesh to be extracted but he doesn't uh, but poshia turns up as a disguised uh, as a lawyer and tries to find loopholes in the document and she's successful and yeah what happens after that so after that so shylock is then charged with attempted murder of a christian and it carries a possible death penalty and antonio is freed without any punishment shylock is then ordered by the duke to surrender half of his wealth and property to the state and other half of the other half to antonio but antonio then intervenes and says that if shylock agrees to become a christian that it to turn into a christian he will keep the half of his property save until shylock dies and give it to lorenzo and jessica and the other half will be reduced to a penalty and will be and will be allowed to be kept by shylock So that was a brief summarization of the main plot of uh, MOV. Uh, don't don't use the points you said in our exams or anything. 
which is giving a basic overview. We could be wrong in some of the stuff we said. Um, so um, the main topic that we wanted to cover, uh, we wanted to talk about today was uh, a character um, comparison between Shylock and Antonio and uh, decide who we think is the victim and who is the wrongdoer in the, in the case of the in the case of Merchant of Venice. So, uh, Jay, who do you think is the uh, is the victim in this story and who is the wrongdoer? So, in my personal opinion, I think Antonio is the victim. As he was deliberately forced into a bond with Shylock, that is, he was sick into a bond with Shylock, and he allowed Bassanio to take advantage of him by creating a bond with Shylock so Bassanio can be happy with him. Antonio has nothing to gain from the bond, from acquiring the bond. And if he is unable to pay the bond in time, a pound of flesh will be taken from him. Moreover, Shylock loops him of his hope. Antonio loses of all his hope of surviving. And he is seen in the end of the play as a melancholic person. So yeah, in my opinion, Antonio is a victim. So Arav, in your opinion, who is the wrongdoer and the victim in this case? Uh, well, I personally think that Shylock is actually the victim here and Antonio is the wrongdoer. What about you? Well, I'm sorry if you're watching this, Antonio, but I hate you. I physically hate you with all my will. And yeah, Shylock is the victim here. Justice for Shylock, guys. Shylock is our king. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's uh, tell the listeners why we think that Shylock is in the right here. Alright, so as for Shylock, Antonio spit on his gabardine, insulted him in public and harassed him and assaulted him in public. And then yeah. he has the audacity to call Shylock the cutthroat dog. So I don't know how that works. Yeah, and Shylock, all he did was try to make a living out of the job he does. I don't think that's a crime. All he did was charge interest for, for uh, giving loans. Um, I don't think that's a punishable offense or not punishable offense, like anything to be ashamed of or anything that's wrong. I'm pretty sure all banks do it now to even Christian banks. I think the, more of the dispute here was because um, Shylock was Jewish and he was making gains from his, um, from his, uh, his job, whereas Antonio for some reason was giving it away for free. Yeah, it's also shown that all Jews are said to be like Shylock, hungry for money, so greedy. And all Christians are said to be like Antonio. Uh, they have, they, they're merciful and they don't charge interest. Everyone loves them. So yeah, that's a gross generalization. Yeah, and uh, about the bond part that Jai said, um, he was willingly first. So Shylock, he told him, he, I don't think in any way he tried to, he tried to, um, Trick him into it. He told him face to face that if you fail this, uh, if you're unable to pay the bond, if you're unable to pay up, this will be the uh, the punishment incurred on you. And if you're fine with it, you can go and sign the bond. Uh, I don't think he had to trick anyone into it. Uh, Antonio willingly signed the bond, and then he started crying about it later. That oh my God, I don't want to die. Oh, I you're wrong in your interpretation. You should read MOV once again because it is specified that just for a Shiloh himself says just for a joke, he would include that bond part. 
he would include the pound of flesh in the bone but now he is wanting to snatch he wants he wants to snatch the life of a fellow human uh, when something is included no, in a bond no. when something is included in a bond i'm pretty sure it's binding and antonio signed upon it which means that he did accept it he could have said that oh even if it's a joke i don't want to take the risk yeah he's a grown man and he should be responsible for his actions yeah. by now he should he should know that these these things have consequences you're the one who should read the mov again <laughs> you took it to heart in my opinion it's not worth a reread but yeah shylock is a selfish heartless and money grabbing stereotypical jew Okay. Oh, racist, racist! Did you just say stereotypical Jew? Are you saying that? Are you saying that Jews are selfish, greedy? Benchy. Are you with the fact that I told him to be a Jew? You said stereotypical Jew. Yeah, he's just saying a stereotype like that, man. Don't come at him like that. No, no, he said stereotypical. He said that he's being stereotypical Jew. Get angry on get angry on Shakespeare. He was the one who did all this, right? Screw him. Yeah. regardless of who's right and who's wrong i think we can all agree to the fact that mov is a huge problem to society and it should be abandoned yes i don't care about glorifies just shut up about can we just stop regarding shakespeare to be great yeah can we just stop doing that because he himself is a racist and god knows yeah he was he was racist but i think i think um at those uh, times it was different but now it should be abandoned i think the inclusion of mov at all is actually necessary because it uh, you know it shows the racist uh, the racist and bigotry nature of the people of that time and it helps us to realize uh, the truth of the world you know like how how everything is prejudiced and there are certain classes races genders or whatever no uh, sorry uh, religions that um, get get preference yeah. in some things yeah yeah i agree with you on that but another thing that our board does is force us to write in favor of antonio and shakespeare which is yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's, a problem, us, that's a problem with our board and force your opinion on us yeah, yeah that's a that's a problem with the board of uh, our board so hopefully that which will be will be resolved by, with uh, the new education system let's hope it does Let's get back to the conversation. We just went somewhere else. Ah, so. Uh, so he thinks that Shylock is a villainous and feels irrational. Okay, so he is not ready to give any concrete evidence, concrete points of why he wants the carrion pound of flesh. The fact that he calls Antonius pound of flesh carrion, which means. Yeah, okay, uh, so you're talking about solid points that uh, Shylock doesn't have. What solid points did Antonio have? No, no, no. What? No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, okay, chill, guys, chill. The Duke, the Duke himself is asking for a point. Okay, he is not some random guy. You can just say, I don't want to give you any point. I am, I am above you. Okay, okay. You are talking about solid points that Shylock didn't give. Uh, what solid points did Antonio have to uh, treat him like he did? He did. Why was that not ever questioned? No comment. <laughs> no, you can't just not give us yeah, a comment. You need exactly. to. Exactly. Blame, blame, blame this guy. He forgot. You can't blame Shakespeare for everything. You're supporting Antonio. 
There's no such thing as heaven and hell, but okay. Let us say, let us say it is there. For the sake of the argument, let it be there. Please repeat what yeah, you said. If you were given justice and mercy, what would you choose? Would you choose a person to have mercy on you, or would you have? Would you want a person to have justice on you? So you think Shylock owes Antonio justice? Like Antonio owes Shylock needs to. Shylock, if Shylock, you want to, mostly. Shylock didn't do anything yeah. wrong to Antonio up Antonio, to the, I agree up to the, with the point the fact of that Antonio he was very cruel and all that shit to towards Shylock. But the fact that Shylock himself is not ready to change that just shows that you kill me, I'll kill you. What does it mean? Antonio is the face of virtue signaling. He's so good to his friends. He's known as the god of the society. But what he, he actually is ID, is a bigot. He will give interest-free loans. That is just to help people. And I don't think that is anything is wrong with the fact that you want to give money to people. Yes, that charity. That shows the two-faced. No, so there's nothing wrong with that. That shows the two-faced. But he's not actually what he says. What everyone says he is. Yeah, exactly. He's giving. He's giving he's loans for free. He's so good. He's giving interest-free loans. But on the other hand, he's treating his fellow merchants with such disrespect, calling them names. What? If Shylock had a big problem with them, then he could just move to another part. Okay. Why should Shylock? See, why should Shylock be inconvenient? Exactly. Yeah. Shylock didn't have a problem with him. Antonio was the one who had a problem. Become a better man. If he himself thought of him to be a better man, then the best thing he do he Go could on. do was. Go away, right? Why? Why should he go away? away. So are you saying all the? No, no, wait. Best part. Wait. Are you saying all the? Are you saying all the black people in America that are uh, being assaulted and harassed should move to another part of the world? No, but they are raising their voice. They are not. They they are not killing anybody at the moment. They are protesting. Was Shylock killing anybody? Was Shylock killing anybody when Antonio started beating him? He was sharpening his knife. That just shows how merciless he was. He was not even ready to provide Antonio with a doctor. Antonio was consent. Uh, Antonio consented with the bond. He didn't forcefully murder him. He chose and, to die. And Antonio is the one who aggressed on Shylock in the in the merchant stuff. He is the one who kicked him, called him names and stuff. I'm pretty sure Shylock didn't do anything or or something that's mentioned. For all you know, it was never mentioned in the play, but it might have actually happened. But Shakespeare forgot about it, so I can't <laughs> do anything about it. 
<laughs> for all you, for all you know he never made these claims and th- this was all a hoax the whole bond was created by antonio and he just wanted shylock to uh, to pay for doing nothing yeah, so he just created this whole hoax and uh, he made he presented a case as if oh, i am the victim here and then he made shylock uh, are you drunk right now are you drunk you are making assumptions you said that oh shakespeare forgot about it The the whole story yeah, was created by him. It's a fiction. The whole story was created by him. What do you mean he forgot about it? Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. I I don't want to go into the depth, but if you remember, Shylock, uh, this guy, Shakespeare forgot about how many actual uh, people were there. Suitors were there for Portia when the servant came and said that three of them have departed instead of five. That just shows that he had forgotten about that. I part. think that was an I think that was an error in the revised that, version. No, but that, that doesn't part. affect the plot of the story. You can't yeah. just forget a plot that you have made. Sometimes you can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but man. he he didn't mention it in the first place. In the case you're talking about, he at least mentioned it that you know there's five yeah. uh, there's five other suitors. But uh, the yeah. the way you're saying he didn't even it is never mentioned at all that Antonio. uh that shallow did anything wrong to antonio i can't argue on this topic anymore the two of you are teaming up on me <laughs> and nobody support me sorry man shallow gang op another point is that antonio is just kind to his friends and literally is the flag bearer of virtue signaling and manipulation like he puts amber heard to shame however that being said i'm not trying to imply that shylock was absolutely correct it's just the manner in which the court took everything from him yeah, just shylock, because he was a jew yeah, shylock had some yeah. bad things about him too like uh, he was greedy uh, we don't uh, we don't deny that he was very greedy yeah. he uh, valued money over um he is even even his daughter um his own blood yeah his own blood he was wrong but um i don't think um he was wrong in the claims that he made and uh, and i think he was not he was denied justice uh in the in the court proceedings yeah and it was just so unfair and biased decision yeah and the judgment the that was made are... to to make shallock convert from uh, convert his religion that was just in was just a very big extreme and, and even that guy he could just give up the all the money he had rather than turning into a christian not that anybody would opt to it but because yeah yeah so it was clearly a trap to make him into a christian and another point is that um graciano he always says how um shylock is a sinner but he sins throughout the book by expressing wrath towards shylock and abusing him so i don't know how that is not hypocritical or well, let's get to the point again yeah, i think the whole book is just a, a bigotry book you know what christian <laughs> christian supremacy supremacy how the all the good you was bad christian god during the time it was written in yeah, yeah we're not saying that sure, shakespeare wasn't no, wasn't an exceptional guy yeah we're talking he was about a normal bigot it's normal in a modern sense in today's world yeah. Because like the the stuff that Shylock did, which made Antonio angry somehow, was to take uh, loans with interest, which is done 
throughout the world in all banks uh, nowadays i don't so i don't think there was anything wrong with that all right considering the lapses in the bond too i agree with shylock's forfeit not being extracted cuz porsche had some valid points but that shouldn't have been, that should have been the end of it you cannot find shylock just because antonio accepted the bond right so shylock antonio yeah, accepting it was detrimental to shylock should have been punished should have been punished for uh, that uh, for that uh, bond he should have just been like okay uh, this bond is invalid okay i'll not go home Yeah. No, but yeah. the fact that he wanted to kill a person—it was written in the charter that the life of a foreigner or a countryman cannot be endangered by a foreigner. What if the what if the person themselves agree to a bond which says that they can? And above that, no one even mentioned how uh, Antonio abused Shylock throughout the novel or play or whatever. Although we know it was a work of art and just. dramatized for extra effect i still st- stand with shylock and do believe it was ma- he was massively wronged as like just justice for shylock guys okay guys uh, that will be the end of uh, our podcast for today uh, jay thanks for uh, thanks for turning to our podcast your input is very valuable Thank you. It was my pleasure to be here. And Don't forget to miss the next podcast and follow Jay. Yeah, uh, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you did, be sure to tune in for future podcasts. Uh, All right, guys. Don't forget to follow Jay's Instagram handle at Jay Manish Guri, and don't forget to tune into the next podcast. Goodbye for now. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, guys. Thank you.